Well, well, welcome to Between Sundays. I'm Tyler and you, friend of the pod, are being influenced by me. Drink it in and let it wash over you. Barry's here to tell us about how we can think about the things of heaven and not the things of earth. But before we map out our sins of desire and disunity, now that they've thought about what they're thinking about and they've taken the garbage out, let's welcome in our favorite influencers of new creation, Marin and Barry. Good day, guys. Good day. Good day. Take two. <laughs> yeah, that was. The, I'm actually glad that was take two because there was so much in there. Yeah, yeah, it was real sharp. It was Man. hard to just drink it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Some days I can proofread my intros. <laughs> Today is not one of those you gotta days. Fly without a net. Yeah. Yeah. You crammed that intro. Guys. Full of references. Yeah. How you guys doing? You're uh, you're a little tech free. You you got a little shine going on. We've had. Do we have we, yeah. Glow? Yeah. You've got a little glow. A little, a little uh, yeah. less well. techy. <laughs> Tell you what, I've I've got a got a pod fever. Yeah. And between Sundays is my ibuprofen, so I'm ready yes. to ready to pop some pills. Gird your loins. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Wow. Uh, <laughs> how are you guys doing? I'm actually I'm doing really well. I had a great farm day yesterday on my day off. Like Liv and I both were just out working with the chickens. I was turning my compost pile, working on my table. It was well, just it was a, a nice great day, day yesterday. So yeah. your, your days off are what, Mondays? Yes. Uh, yeah, Monday was a really nice day this week. It was sunny. Oh, yeah. Got to go oh, outside. I, oh, they got up a ton of leaves. That was the other thing I did. Yeah. I, yeah. That was a lot. Is any day now for you not a farm day? You said <laughs> well, I had a great farm day. Like, is any day non-farm day? It, most days are farm hour, maybe, where I have yeah. like about an hour of chores. Maybe it's like a half hour on the light days. Do you put your like? Do you put your waders on no matter what? Waders? My like mud boots? Is yeah, it, yeah. Or my rubber boots? I do. Waders were like rubber pants that you fish in. I don't have farm days. I don't know what things are. <laughs> I, so at first I would put them on only if it was really muddy or whatever. But yeah. then I came to realize that just it's just better to you have them well. on because you never know what you're gonna you know walking yeah. in a chicken coop, True walking story. through dusty ground, yeah. wet grass. Like how, how are the chickens? They're doing great. They're doing great. Liv and I are both, uh, we're pursuing a master plan of building a really awesome coop for them. That'll be kind of more of their permanent situation. And it's going to be like Fort like Knox. Like a chicken like, mansion? It's, it's going to be a chicken mansion. It's going to be awesome. And it will not allow any predators in. Mm. And it's going to be really spooky squirrel noises. And we've determined that we will be using the deep litter method. We're very excited. What is that? Deep Doesn't litter? Matter. <laughs> it's a way of, yeah. You know what litter like is? Like kitty litter? Yeah, any medium with which you collect droppings from a, oh. an animal is called litter. And so you use this this method called deep litter where in the coop you, you put like maybe half a foot or maybe a foot worth of pine shavings or sand or whatever you want to use. And then they, they do their business and all you do is just kind of stir it around and then there's no smell and you don't have to clean it. You only have to clean it like once a year. Stir it around though? You got to stir it around? Every now and then, yeah. It's better than scraping droppings <laughs> off of some nasty wood. It's no matter what you do, it's a, it's a chore. It's, it's not. I know life. one thing. Farm life. People come to this pod <laughs> for litter tips. Well, I wasn't gonna go there, but you asked. <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. Uh, I didn't know what I was you. asking. <laughs> uh, uh, Marin. Well, last we left off with the chickens, there was a pecking order yeah. Yeah. issues. That's getting resolved. So it, we're off with their heads. They are now reunited, okay. and Chester and Chelsea are now with the with the hens. And Chester seems to have found 
his his spirit. He is now he's stick. He they do this thing where they'll both like put their heads really high up, and they'll like one of them will like jump up and flap their their feathers and their wings, and like he's started to do that now. He won't mess with Marge. So she's like three times his size, but yeah. he's challenging him, and sometimes winning, and then sometimes <laughs> sometimes he'll do it, and then they'll freak him out and he'll just run away it's really cute and he's got this tiny little voice so it's basically like yeah you better run <laughs> so they're they're getting it all sorted out is what i'm trying to say yeah and uh yeah we're, we're, so we're good fully rehabilitated these two yeah uh, well bullies. chelsea was was fine she was just chester's bff and so we kept them together chester is no longer bleeding he's no longer losing feathers they are all growing back and he's doing okay wow well done who knew who knew? Who knew I'd be a chicken rehabber? Yeah. You're a grown-up boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Marin, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm good. I feel like there's a lot going on. I feel yeah. like it's it's it was a crazy weekend. There was a lot going on there. My sisters were both here. I had six uh, toddlers, essentially, running around my home Sunday after church. Wow. It was really cool. It was really awesome. I love them so much. Just exhausting. What okay. are okay. What essentially were they toddlers? Well, I or mean, just like toddlers. There, there. Are, I think. Well, I think the oldest one might be kindergarten. Oh, okay. Maybe first grade, but every, I mean, just from there down. A lot of little like ones. Two like actual toddler babies. My, they're all super close in age. So anyway, it was absolute mayhem and absolute beauty. What were so? What were they in town for? Um, Thanksgiving. So my sister, who lives in North Carolina, was passing through oh. on her way to see my mom. Mm-hmm. Um and. She's going to spend the whole week with my mom. Yeah. She gets to spend more time up there. But um, I love living here and being like a pit stop. Yeah. yeah. Everyone crashes with me. Middle America. To see my That's mom. Cool. I love that. So she came in with her husband and her kids. And then my other sister found out the two of us sisters would be together. And, well, she can't be left out. So <laughs> right. she came down from South Bend just to hang out for the day. Great. Oh, That's awesome. Just to hang out. So you guys should have come the day before. The day before. You guys oh, could have gone yes. to the woods together. Oh, no screen Saturday. Honestly, seriously, there, I feel like there's so much to catch up on. Yeah, we've got a lot. It was, oh, that's a talk. We're going to talk about no screen Saturday. That was a whole nother thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it was Sunday. Um, and Sunday, um, one of my friends that was playing keys for me asked if I would ever be interested in singing Christmas music at the jazz kitchen with a brass ensemble. I'm like, Whoa. oh, sure. Like, nah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. He's like, well, you'd have to practice tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I mean, it's just Christmas music. Well, I got seven songs that, I mean, at least three of which I'd never heard before in my life. Really? And they're all arrangements that I'd never heard oh, before. Wow. And so yesterday I was just cramming, cramming, <laughs> yeah, cramming. This is this like rehearsal. your wheelhouse, though. You're, you're good. No. Yeah, it takes so you, much work. That's, there's, yeah. It's not work for you. <laughs> it is work. So then I get, get to play with your friends at <laughs> the jazz the kitchen. Part. Getting you're, to play with my friends is fun. Yeah. But I had... It's it's a sixteen piece ensemble. Most yeah, so you'll blend right in. Whom I've never met. They set my music stand up in the center of this circle. Oh, of so brass. they're all around you, and you're. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they're like, all right, lead us, Marin. Where are we going? <laughs> yeah, it was quite the undertaking. I had just had a talk with my sisters the day before about this recurring dream. You guys might have recurring dreams, but I have a recurring dream that I'm on my high school performance stage. Like mm-hmm. I did theater in high school. Mm-hmm. I have a recurring dream that I'm on that stage and I don't know my lines. <laughs> yeah. And I have I'm that one too. I have to like ad lib this entire production. Yeah. Cause I don't know anything. Yeah. I've had that. I've had, I've had not knowing or like not having a sermon written and I've got to go out and give a sermon and I'm yeah. just, I have, 
Yeah. Yeah. So my since my recurring dream has changed <laughs> since working here at Grace. Now it's I'm on stage at any one of Grace's campuses yeah. and I don't know the lyrics yeah. or even how this song goes. Yeah. Like, wait, how does this sound go? That's <laughs> that's my that my nightmare. So I almost lived that nightmare yesterday <laughs> for saying that's... yes to something. <laughs> All right. So that was gonna be my next question, Marin. When when was the last time you said no? to something it depends on the thing right like can you remember i mean it depends on the thing (laughs) man i I don't know i don't know i don't you're like so much is going on and i took on this 16 piece ensemble but if i hear you correctly marin it you thought you were saying yes to a very easy thing that would be fun i could sing some christmas songs sure that's no big deal so this one this one you might get a pass on because you didn't realize (laughs) you didn't realize hey it's still gonna be fun it was it was fun just to be there so yeah, All right. I feel like I got a lot going on. So when's this? Um, two performances. One is at the Jazz Kitchen, I think, on the fourth, fourth, a Wednesday night. A Wednesday night. So what next week. Next nights? week. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Another one I think is in Noblesville on the twentieth. Is this like open it like it? Yeah. Should we be inviting friends of the pod? I mean, if you want to hear me sing "Boogie Woogie Santa Claus" at this Jazz come Kitchen, come down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's in Broad Ripple, right? I believe. December 4th and 20th. Oh we'll be word. there. Okay. 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 Uh, all right. So no screen Saturday. Uh, Let's what do about a you? How, how are you, though? Or is that part of it? Uh, I thought a lot about it. It's pr- pretty much what's new. <laughs> um, no, we're good. So we'll get into no screen Saturday in a minute. But ever since then, yeah, it's been like, all right, so we have a two-year-old. Everybody knows his name's Milo. Uh, he participated in No Screen Saturday, but ever since then, he's like, uh, my wife is on is on this thing where it's like, all right, we're we're just kind of not gonna let him do any screens. Mm-hmm. <gasps> any so screens? It's been well, because she, she thinks that he's a better child without mm. yeah exposure to. Mm-hmm. He wakes up. He used to. I mean, yeah. As of last week, he woke up and it was like, I want to watch Toy Story or Frozen, like. He would just wake up, and that's what he would want to do. And uh, no screen Saturday was all it took for him, for my wife to be convinced, like, you know what? He's actually a better kid when uh, we don't let him do that. And Why so, would she say that? Because he started playing with his toys. That's awesome. Yeah. Did he realize that their screens were not allowed? You know, or did he just kind of was distracted? He's just kind of rolling care? with it. Huh. But i'm not talking about this to like talk about his health i'm talking about this because i wake up in the morning just being like just give me coffee and i'm gonna look at the news yeah (laughs) and when he wakes up and he's like i want to watch frozen no problem i'll drink my coffee i'll look at the news but when he wakes up he's like i want to play basketball i'm like buddy (laughs) uh don't you want to watch frozen (laughs) So there's a little bit of that going on in my house right now, but other than that, great. Things are great. <laughs> so one day's worth of screen yeah. detox. I mean, it's she's kid. she's very I mean, she's correct. He's he's a much different child when it's like hmm. that's not a distraction for him. That's not something that he's thinking about and uh he just plays with his toys or wants to go outside or whatever. Hmm. Uh he's a much different child. Uh so we're trying to limit that more than what we were even as of Hmm. Friday at 12 p.m. Yeah. Or 12 a.m. Um, so we're trying to figure that out. My mornings <laughs> this week have been a little uh, active. 
Yeah, compared to <laughs> what I'm used to. You just got to put your Gatorade in, or your uh, coffee in like a Gatorade Seriously, bottle. Seriously, Just chug it while you're playing basketball. Yeah. That's Every morning funny. now is basketball or uh, one day he was he wanted to play football and I was like, all right, let's play tackle. But he thought I said taco. And so now he's like, play taco. Play taco. And so every morning this week has been play taco or basketball. Does he want to do those things when you get home from work? Can we just oh, yeah. move the time? <laughs> yeah, but it, what else is he going to do at 630 in the morning? <laughs> That's what he wants to Tom do. He's going to do taco. Well, yeah. I'm sorry for your loss, Tyler. Yeah, man. So I'm I got to spend your mornings out. with your son. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's recap. No screen Saturday. Yeah. Uh, how did? Well, let's recap what it was for anybody who did not participate in it, and then talk about what we did and how it went. Yeah. Let's. All right. So no screen Saturday, November twenty third, uh, which was this past weekend, and the challenge was church wide. Do the best you can without exposing yourself to any screen or digital like technology, basically, right? Yeah. Um, and the purpose of that was what? The purpose was to give us an opportunity to stop the madness of all the addicting influences that our technology has over us and yeah. to just recognize that we're actually free. We don't need these things. And by by stopping, it gives us, it should, in theory, give us an opportunity to see the ways that we are, have, have, our, our strings pulled without even realizing it and yeah. we see what we miss the most and what we notice about our patterns and habits. And at least for me, that's exactly what happened. Mm. All right. So what'd you guys do? Marin, what'd you do? Um, did you participate first yes, of all? Okay. I did. I did indeed. Um, it was kind of a different start to the morning. I, I think I had talked last week. Play taco. <laughs> My son is uh, beyond. <laughs> playing taco my son wants to go to the woods yeah in the rain and the cold and flip rocks yeah it over wasn't a nice day saturday so that made it a little more tough uh, yeah he wants to look for salamanders and crayfish and that's is what that what you did is. that's well that's what jed did because he's father of the year <laughs> <laughs> it was too cold i was not yeah. about to go just oh you did not go no i did not go okay no. so jed and jed, it's hard to believe. you love crayfish <laughs> yeah Jed and Jaden went to the woods. Things crawl around on the palm of his hand. Jed and Jaden went to the woods uh, early, early morning because the rain was supposed to roll in around ten. So Jaden was convincing Jed yeah. if we Gotta get up go. at seven, if we get there about eight, we can have a couple hours before it starts raining. And, and Jaden is just excited about like finding the creepy crawlers. Absolutely, absolutely, that's what he wants to do. And he came home. So okay. we. I'm sure everybody's rules were different. Barry, I talked to your wife. Yeah. I know you had some extreme I was being I was being very legalistic with myself. <laughs> yes. On purpose. Yeah, with yourself. It's okay oh, no. to be legalistic if it's with yourself. Um, my son used his device to take pictures of the creepy crawlies. Because mm-hmm. we're telling ourselves, like, these are our cameras now. Right. It's more than just, like, internet in the palm of our hand. These are our cameras. These are our telephones. Right. Which is kind of... These are our watches. Right. How am I going to know what time it is? So he used his to take pictures of these creepy crawlies that he found. And he found a lot. So he was like on cloud nine by the time he got home. Desi slept in. I think she was just like, can I sleep this entire day away? <laughs> that was my that was my uh, go-to as well. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sleep. all else fails, I'll just sleep. Um, but I got up and I started just getting housework done. I knew that my sister was coming and I knew this was going to be a busy week. 
And immediately I found myself doing little things like carrying the laundry from the laundry room upstairs to my bedroom, seeing my phone on the kitchen table and going, oh, better grab my... No. <laughs> Why? Right. Do I really need to respond to that text like within two seconds of receiving that text or that phone call or whatever. I was realizing how tethered I am to this device Mm -hmm. that I can't walk from one side of the house to the other without making sure it's like on my body. Right. Yeah. So I I started to kind of journal and write down the ways this affected me in big ways and small ways. There was at one point Desi and I, when we were getting ready to go to see you, Tyler, at the board game. Oh, we'll place. get to that. <laughs> we were getting ready to go, and we're both getting ready in the bathroom. And she used some word um, out of context, and then she said she didn't really know what the definition of that word was. That would have been the moment yep. for me to grab the phone, Google the word, and use it as a teachable moment. Yeah. But with no, you know, actual paper dictionary in the house, teachable moment lost. It's gone. Lost forever. <laughs> yep. I don't even remember. You'll what never the word get it was. back. Yeah, so just little things like that where I was discovering my dependence upon my device and how liberating it felt to just be able to say no. So it felt good. It felt good overall. No. Heck no. <laughs> to my phone. It felt good overall. But then, like I said, there are other times where you're like, okay, well, this is actually a useful tool. This is actually something beneficial. Mm-hmm. So just kind of weighing that. And if n- if nothing else, to take a day where you you are forcing yourself to think about those things, um, to question those things. I would say from there, like after after we left, wherever that place was, Donuts, Dragons, Oh, dragons, don't donuts, act donuts. like you didn't have a blast. When we left, <laughs> the day got exponentially better. How dare you? <laughs> it's just because we can't play games. <laughs> <laughs> we can't play games, Tyler. It's just All right. it's not what so, we do. I announced last week that you could join me at Donuts and Dragons, the new board game cafe, um, Saturday morning. No screen Saturday. A couple people came. Not yeah. many, but that's fine. You guys both came. Yeah. I was, uh, Barry I was, was the first, first person thing. there. <laughs> uh, he printed out his map to it. Right. Well, I didn't need a map to that. Oh. I needed a map to the place where I, I had to run some errands before that. So I had to print off some maps to get there. But uh, it was a great time it was a hit yeah olivia rodriguez made an appearance i didn't i was not there at the same time as that's her. right lauren my wife and milo made an appearance uh-huh Marin and her whole family came to a board game cafe <laughs> <laughs> thomas gilbert showed up yeah, with thomas. a disposable camera yeah, disposable so camera like, oh that's so cool yeah he had like <laughs> he got photos of the group it was awesome that is awesome eat your heart out Jaden. he had a real camera it was a blast. I had fun. Um, there were times where I was like, and this is this is what my day was like. It was constantly, uh, I was looking for like obscure rule <laughs> for board games. I was like, uh, what what is this rule for this uh-huh. board game? Uh-huh. Right. Um, and usually I'm just going to the straight to the FAQs online or I'm mm-hmm. looking at forums to see what people do on it. And uh, that was a little bit of a challenge. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Marin, what game did you guys play? <laughs> we tried our very best to conquer the game of apples to apples. That's a fun game. That's a good game. I, I, you won. I did. I did. Mama won. I'm good with words. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we played some games. <laughs> Stayed there for like four hours. I did. 
you guys were there for quite a while. We could have used a tutor, to tell you the truth. We, we realized, like, I love recipes, and I can follow directions to a T, mm -hmm. but I can't, I just can't read directions to games. They don't <laughs> yeah. make sense to me. Olivia beat me in a game. Which game? Uh, it's called Love Letter. She told me about it. She said we have to get it. What yeah. is it's, what's it all it's about? Uh, you were trying to win the hearts of a princess. You're courting. Uh -huh. So it's very appropriate. <laughs> Should I get it for You're courting the princess. It's a crush up game for my son. You're a grown-up boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was a blast. But um, it made me, you know, it, it, the, the day in and of itself is very challenging. Many times I, te I, was, I was tempted to just be like, all right, that's good enough. Yeah. I learned my lesson. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Uh, I, I did try every time I thought about my phone or something, I was like, all right, why, what am I trying to do? Mm, and, right. um, I would, I would challenge myself to like, think something that I'm grateful for. Mm. So I would like, I, I found myself communicating with God way more, mm. uh, on no screen Saturday. Um, it made me consider doing different versions of that, like in an ongoing capacity or basis but it also didn't make me want my phone less i don't know if that was supposed to happen yeah. but i was like i want i still wanted my phone right you know yeah I and I, sorry ahead. the the latter half of the day for us we went shopping as a family just random like running errands stuff mm -hmm. the most mundane stuff but because we didn't have our phones to be able to be like okay go off to the other section of the store i'll call you you know we stuck together all day. Uh huh. We oh, you love that. We weren't on our phones in the car driving from place to place to place. Which even for me, like if Jed is driving, you better believe I'm on my phone <laughs> in the front seat. Like everyone is on their phone. Yeah. And so just just having those moments, ten minutes here, ten minutes there, to just talk or laugh, we were cracking up all day. I can't remember the last time our family just laughed. Yeah so much we just laughed and we would say things like i like you better with a screen or somebody get that girl a screen like yeah. we were just cracking ourselves up and then we went home i made two meals and just you know to last me throughout the week my sister was coming so i'm, I'm cooking up a storm but the kids are helping me mm -hmm. and when everything was done we settled in for four i think riveting rounds of uno the one game see two games in one play. day <laughs> i won twice wow oh wow my son won twice, Desi won once, and Jed got nothing. So now Jed wants, like, a rematch terribly. Yeah. But how much roaring laughter we had. Great. Out. It, it, there were Sounds like a success. It was like you gave me the, one of the best days of my year. Good wow. job, Barry. Honestly. You're welcome. You, you did it. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't have done it if it weren't for this, you know, church yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, that's really cool. For me, it was... It was I had to run errands. I had to preach, so I got to get to church by three. So it wasn't, I didn't get to enjoy like large swaths of time, just me and my life. It was kind of doing stuff, but I, I did keep my phone at home. And so I, you know, when I was driving places, I chose not to turn the radio on. So a lot of driving of just me and my thoughts, which was new. I hadn't done that in a long time. And it was actually kind of nice. The, the one thing I discovered though is especially like after I ran errands while I was home, I had some stuff to do at home. I ate lunch and whatever, but instead of just like flipping to my phone, every time there was a free moment, mm. I just went on to the next thing. And so, and I was like reading seminary books and stuff like that. And I, I get all this stuff done and I was like, wait, it's only 1230. Yeah. How's that possible? 
the day was going really slow, which for me was great, but it made me realize, man, I always do. I do turn to that all the time. Same with, with the whole laundry thing. Like I, every time I got back into my car, I, I had this ping to like reach for my phone. And I realize now that that's something I do. I never realized that I did that. But every time I sit down in my car, I pull out my phone and take even just a moment to see if I got any new text messages or anything. And I realize, oh, wow, that's just mm. hardwired in me. Mm-hmm. But I agree with you, Marin, that there are some things about these devices that are now like you kind of need them because mm-hmm. uh, Olivia and I literally had no way to contact one another if something had yeah, gone just wrong. put your phone in the drawer. Right. Like I yeah. didn't have my phone. I, I, I knew that I could probably get someone else's phone and call hers. But if she also was not using her phone, then we had no way to tell each other. So when she saw me that after that evening at church, she said, uh, she said, I'm glad you're alive yeah. because yeah, who would have known? Yeah. Wasn't even sure yeah. that I'd make it. So yeah, we went to target and I was really proud of my teenage daughter for leaving her phone at home. Yeah. She didn't even have it on her. Like, yeah. This was so cool. We, we weren't really like doing this in a way where we were telling our children they had to participate. I think my kids were curious to see how long they could go mm-hmm. or how yeah. it feels. So yeah. it was really cool. She left her phone at home, but we get to target and she wants to buy some stuff, but all her coupons are Ooh. on her phone <laughs> at home. It's just how we do life. Spend yeah. more money on yeah. no screen Saturday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Um, I realized that without podcasts, I may as well not do anything. I was like, I'm going to do work around the house. I'm going to like yeah. go rake leaves in the wet yard. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, no, I don't have any podcasts. <laughs> so I'm not doing this with only my thoughts in my brain. I got to have some kind of entertainment. So yeah. I didn't do anything. I felt the same way when I started to cook those two meals. I made chicken noodle soup from scratch, and that's a lot of veggie chopping. And I chopped enough vegetables to be able to put some in the freezer for the next time I make soup. And so when I do that, I like to have something on the TV screen. My kitchen table is not far from the living room, so you can kind of have that background noise and just that visual distraction or comfort. It felt like, oh, I don't even want to chop vegetables without the screen. Yeah. It felt like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was good. It, it it was overall it was a good experience and like I said it's it's basically permeated every day since then in our house. And I I want to I want to figure out how to do some kind of version of that in an ongoing basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, I would love to make this part of our Saturday rhythm mm-hmm. in as much as it's possible. I know we won't be able to be like extreme with it every Saturday, but it was just so glorious to have like almost an excuse to yeah. just hang out together. So well, I'm glad you had a good experience because there were other people who did as well. But then I also on social media and stuff, there were definitely people who were genuinely peeved <gasps> that we would even impose this on them. And I'm like, no, it's an it's yeah. optional. You but don't have to. They're like mad at me. <laughs> uh, so I spent a lot of the day. <laughs> I, I went to the board game cafe, came home. And basically set up a board game and started playing by myself. Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> you have a problem. Well, yeah. No, so it, it's great. It's what free. I want. It's what you I want. You need a board game free. Uh, and around like nine o'clock, Lauren came down to the basement where I was doing this this game. Alone in the basement yeah. with no music or anything. <laughs> yeah, I was just sitting in silence. <laughs> and she was like, we, we watched this show together. And she's like, do you want to watch this show? I was like, no, Lauren. No, it's 
it's, it's not me. over yet. Yeah, I was like, no, th- we're not even, no, we're not done. And she was like, well, then I might as well just go to bed because I have nothing to, like, there's nothing for me to do and it's like 8.30. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. she w- basically went up to bed and got a good night's sleep. Yeah, I yeah. thought we were all going to go to bed early. Yeah. But we, we just got rolling with that Uno, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we, I don't know if it's, again, I don't know if it's bending the rules, but we used one person's phone to just like play the super long playlist of like 70s R&B. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun. So it was just like, or disco, like there was just silly music in the kitchen while yeah. we played this game. And I think that just like added to the atmosphere and all that. But at one point, Desi was begging to play Jackbox. She's oh, like, well, yeah. I mean, if this is all about games, uh, <laughs> can we play a game on the screen? No. I yeah. agree. Uh, so, yeah, it was a good experience, I think, overall for us. And, uh, yeah. So, that was week four of our... Was some, week, week three was Sabbath. Well, but you're right. This past weekend was week four. Yeah, all right. Sorry. Um we just completed week four yes. of our sermon series. What's it called? <laughs> it's the called Good Life. Technology. The Good Life. Com- we just completed I wanted week- to say Into the Wilderness, but that can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> we just completed week four of our sermon series, uh, The Good Life, fo- uh, f- focusing on technology. And um, Barry, you're here, uh, one, because you're a podcast host, but also because you gave the sermon about uh, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. So can you kind of give us the big idea and explain what that means? Yeah. So I, I, I talked a lot about the fact that we are all under the influence of a lot of things in our technological world. There are so many influences, both overt and subtle, that are constantly shaping us. And one of the things I realized as I was researching this is there's a really great passage talking about this kind of idea of influence in Colossians three, where Paul tells his readers in Colossae, he says, you've got to think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, or literally the things above, not the things of earth. And he goes on this whole long list of the things that, that they were thinking about or often thinking about, which either corrupt their heart or corrupt the church itself. And he says, you've got to think about, things of uh, of heaven, which I defined as uh, things relating to the new creation, mm-hmm. uh, the kingdom of God, to God's purposes in the world. And so anyway, all that to say, it that, that passage brought to light the idea that what we think about really matters. Mm-hmm. And so my, regarding technology, my application was that we need to think about what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. We need to actually pay attention to what is influencing us. Yeah. And, and rather than simply just going along for the ride as we so often do. So I talked about the principle garbage in garbage out, which is basically if you spend all of your energy and time thinking about and focusing on things of the earth, as Paul would say, uh, why would you expect anything other than those things to be flowing out of your life? You're going to be influenced by them. So that was essentially where I went with the, with the, with the sermon yeah. to, and then I, I introduced at the end a tool that you could use a little chart. You could try to chart your influences to see what of my influences are uh, things of the earth. What of them are things of heaven and how, how influential are they in my life? Just to be able to get a glimpse at your, your influences to say, Oh wow, I'm, I'm really letting a lot of things that I probably shouldn't be shape me mm-hmm. or maybe I'm doing okay. Or maybe I need to work on one specific thing or whatever. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah it was, I wanted it to be practical, but ultimately it's a, it's a matter of 
you looking at your own life and asking the question, what, like, what does my chart look like and what do I want it to look like? What, what am I letting influence me and what do I want to let influence me? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so yeah, you, you, you kind of said that the issue or the the problem isn't that we're being influenced because everybody is being influenced pretty much all the time. Right. It's that we're not even thinking about who or what we're letting influence us. Um, and you said, uh, well, Paul says that we're supposed to be conformed to the image of Jesus. And you said when we give our lives to Christ, uh, we base, we we do become a citizen of heaven right. and participate in new creation like right now. Right. And the intention behind that is that we are, over time, we are continuously brought to look more and more like Christ. Mm-hmm. Our lives are sanctified, which means that we are we are shaped to resemble him and to to live out what God's intentions are for his kingdom. Yeah. But if we're not letting godly influences into our life and instead we're focusing on all these other influences, then we just like the Christians in Colossae can start to go astray and let things corrupt ourselves and corrupt the community that we're meant to be a part of. I'm Uh, glad you brought that word back. Corrupt. Sanctification. Nobody uses that word anymore. Yeah. I think, um, what's it mean? Where I was most used to hearing it, is uh, back in Chicago, I would hear a lot of people say, thank God I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, it just rolls off the tongue. Do saved, you do you have to give the people the that Ghost. look when you when you say it? Yes, because you got to thank God that you're saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy just Ghost. Just blink a lot. I feel like it's kind of, it, depending on the circles, I guess, it, it's kind of like that word supplication. Like, nobody knows what that means. Right. They'll, they'll quote that scripture, you know, be anxious for nothing, but... Mm-hmm. in everything with prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving make your request known to god they know the words that come be- go ahead new king james it probably was we know the words that come before it and after it but we might not know that word that word itself mm-hmm. supplication or in this case that word sanctification so i'm glad that you went there again i'm always thinking about you know i might know what that word means but maybe my kids don't right I, i'm always wondering how are they picking up on that and we actually no screen saturday had just had a conversation along those lines Saturday night. Like, you ever look at somebody in church when, like, the preacher says something y'all just talked about? And, like, Jed, yeah. Jed, Jed did one of those things where he, like, leaned over five people to look at me and give me the, we just said this last night. Like, that, that look. Yeah. So, like I said, that's we were, usually That's <laughs> usually, like, my wife's way of being, like, you need to be paying attention. <laughs> No, this one Are you was listening, more Tyler? About our kids. So, yeah, I was cooking dinner on No Screen Saturday, and the kids um, were were allowed to listen to music. And every time a rap song would come on, my son would say, "Desi, change it quick." <laughs> well, well, how come? Mom well, might listen. Well, why? You know. So we listened to a few of those songs, and I again, oh, it's so hard. But I slowly quoted the lyrics back to my devastated son oh no mortified son mom i didn't know it said that i'm sorry oh, you know and come so we on were, we were just talking about it's so easy to do especially when you know somebody's spitting bars at you as fast as they do it's easy to not necessarily grasp every word they're saying right have or, i got a podcast for you <laughs> <laughs> or he totally did knew what they were saying and just lied to my face more than possible but <laughs> yeah. we talked about you know he's like just because i hear those words doesn't mean i'm gonna go around saying it so we had to talk about oh, yeah. the difference between influence and subconscious influence right. and how 
maybe you are more likely to do XYZ or think XYZ or just just why? What is this adding to your life? Right. And as those words are coming out of my mouth, I have to ask myself the same question because I don't just listen to Caleb all day. So right. I have to ask myself the same thing. <laughs> right. What well, am I letting influence me? And and I, I brought that up. It's I brought up the fact that sometimes it's things like the worldview of your podcast hosts. Like we're influencing you, listener, whether you realize it or not, because we have a view of the world. You're welcome. <laughs> I'd like to think that our podcast is probably influencing you <laughs> in a good way. Right. Yeah. But but there are even just the some of the assumptions behind those lyrics of what is right, what mm-hmm. is normal, mm-hmm. what is those things can shape you. Even if you think, well, I'm not going around whatever the rap lyrics. I don't want to say so I don't want to say something to make myself sound stupid. So whatever they're suggesting is normal. You may not say I'm gonna do that, but every time you hear it, it makes you realize makes you think that that is somehow a part of life when maybe it's not supposed to be a part of life. So yeah, it, it subtly influences you. All right. By the way, just in case you were curious, I, I had to look it up to double check, but the word sanctified or or mm-hmm. sa- uh, to be sanctified, it's from the same word as holy mm-hmm. it literally it, i mean it, it could just be holified honestly because it's Ooh. the word to be made holy to be holy and like i always say holy means to be set apart mm-hmm. to be to be made something that is is different from the darkness around you so that's what it means yeah yeah and it's hard to be set apart and it's hard to elect to be set apart right to pull away from the group or the majority Right. All right. It's going to be whatever he's about to say. Oh, his eyes are closed, guys. His eyes are closed. Here we go. I'm going to I'm going to preface all of this by saying almost everything I think is like a zero sum game. Like (laughs) you're either in or out. It's either everything or nothing. Yeah. Okay. So. The way I am hearing this is. It's either part of new creation and part of like heaven or it's not when really sometimes I just want to listen to like fantasy basketball podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there like a neutral part on your grid? <laughs> I, I think like, is the there grid. anything that's zero? Cause I feel like I'm a lot in zero territory. Well, yeah. I or think is it all, it's either all heaven or all. No, I, not. I think that's, that's why there's the whole X axis <laughs> mm-hmm. on the chart is that there are things that are I, I, like, I, if, can you explain the chart for? Yeah. 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 So the X axis left to right goes from things of earth on the left to things of heaven on the right. The Y axis up and down goes from very influential at the top to not very influential or insignificant at the bottom. So you decide this particular influence, this YouTube channel or whatever, is this very influential to me? Not very influential. Is this a thing of heaven or is this not a thing of heaven? So I took okay. Tyler, like I, I thought about some of my YouTube channels and yeah. most of them, I would say are kind of neutral, mm-hmm. like yeah. the woodworkers that I watch that yeah. show how they do woodworking. That's not a thing of heaven or a thing of earth. I don't think it, none of them are talking about their ideology. None of them are talking, they're just talking about, here's how you use a mortise and tenon, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so those, but those don't necessarily, as far as the whole influence of the, my spiritual life, they don't affect yeah. my thinking about the world or my calling or my, morality and mm-hmm. so i would say they're low they're low they're not they're also not particularly bad or good on this on a spiritual scale so yeah. I, I think yes there are neutral but things. i think one of the lessons from no screen saturday at least for me was 
even if I am only watching cooking shows, even if I am only watching quote unquote neutral things, yeah. how much of my time is that taking up sure. in my day? And am I leaving any space whatsoever for things that are spiritually influential? Sure. So is that bad? Like, because if, if, if it's neutral, it's not of heaven. Sure. And so depends on what I'm cooking. <laughs> well, I made, I made one offhand comment that like I asked, should, so what is our chart supposed to look like? Should yeah. everything be on the top right quadrant that's influential and of heaven and that's it? Should that be every influence in our life? And I said, I guess, sure, but that's unrealistic unless you're like a space monk where you don't have any yeah. any inputs into your life. Like we live in a world the, the I just said one of the things you got to watch out for is if you look at your chart and everything's in the top left where it's definitely not where it's definitely a thing of this yeah. earth and it's influential in your life that actually might be a problem but it's just a matter of letting the chart kind of tell you where are you putting your your energy where where are your influences again i don't i kept I need saying you it. to tell me that i'm doing okay <laughs> <laughs> all right because here here's uh i love i did the quadrant exercise yeah by the way not a lot of heavenly not a lot of top right quad <laughs> okay uh but this the whole exercise struck a chord or a nerve or whatever because, like I said, at face value, like a lot of the things I'm into are just like zeros. Mm. Yeah. Um, like I said, I listen to fantasy basketball podcasts. That's not mm-hmm. anything. That's just uh, I do what they say, but that's a big zero in terms of like heavenly influence, right? Yeah. Um, there's other things that I'm into, like my wife and I are watching the series watchmen right now yeah um probably probably of this world probably not heavenly influence Mm -hmm. um but i'm also someone that i would say like i've dedicated a lot of my life to like attending church and serving and giving and participating and pursuing god that like the balance part feel like I, I I would I would hate to go through my life just like not knowing about the earthly part. Right. Is that okay? Is it okay to do that? Because like if I, I hang out with people that don't work at a church, mm-hmm. right? And that are not Christians, and they're all doing these things. Right. And so if I show up to board game night and I have no idea what they're talking about, I'm gonna feel like a, a fish out of water. Yeah. So I I don't participate to be able to have those conversations, but I'm fluent in that, in that kind of conversation Sure, sure. because I also participate in watching these things or consuming these things. And so to me as an eight, as a zero sum game guy, I'm like, man, I'm either doing great or doing terrible. And I basically, I I would imagine other people feel that way, but I'm never going to be the guy that's like Caleb or nothing in my, in my car. Right. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm going to, do that and so uh yeah i i don't know i i don't need you to tell me that i'm doing okay but i i need to know like what you think about that sure i it's a great question i i don't know much about watchmen i think it's great that's what i hear i i understand it's got some really interesting perspectives on some significant issues like racism and stuff is that true yeah so it's possible i again i don't know i don't know anything about the show it's possible that there is something of heaven in that if it if it brings to light injustices and helps 
to shape your mind mm-hmm. in a way that will affect the way that you love people around you in mm-hmm. the name of Jesus, that's okay. But uh, the question is, what what is it doing to you? Like I I'm all I totally agree that it's important to be aware of what's going on in the world so that you're not just a a goofy you know fish <laughs> out of water who doesn't yeah. know anything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. What is it? What like have you thought about what the show does to you? What does it do to you emotionally? What does it do to your worldview? Does it, if it's positive stuff or if it's neutral stuff, it's probably yeah. fine. Just I, I just am concerned. So I'll I'll be here. I'll just shoot really straight. I watched a few seasons of Game of Thrones, several seasons of Game of Thrones, and I know that's super controversial because the show has a lot of violence and it has nudity, and I was always really disciplined to like walk away, look away, move away whenever there was nudity on the screen or whatever. But what I realized is at some point, the value for me of the, the entertainment of a compelling story and the ability to, to know what's happening in the zeitgeist of culture was not worth it for mm-hmm. the fact that I was constantly being exposed to unexpected nudity. And I was like, this needs to stop. And so for me, mm-hmm. I stopped watching, but that was me consciously thinking about the influence and what it was doing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still started watching the show and I probably, I don't know, if I could go back in time, I don't know whether or not that was a wise thing. Probably not because I was exposing myself to something that now in retrospect, I wish I hadn't been exposed to. So, but I, what I was calling people to and what I'm calling all of us to is to with the Holy Spirit to just evaluate what we're being exposed to, what we're choosing to expose ourselves to. Yeah. Um, I think it's not like I said in my sermon, I'm not, or maybe I made this even more clear by 11. I said, look, I'm not going to give you Barry's list of forbidden and acceptable media. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not, do you remember when churches used to do that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 I mean that, yeah, that was just normal. My I mean, I wasn't went home with one of those lists and suddenly I couldn't watch the Smurfs anymore. Well, I mean, for good reason. Yeah. Communism? What was the reason? Probably the occult. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blue creatures, yeah. Uh, so I yeah, I don't know. I guess I would say I I can't give you per, I can't give you permission, Tyler, <laughs> no, to I, watch the show no, I, I, or to tell you you're just okay. that show. It's just like I was thinking about I was like uh I don't do everything with the best of intentions. Like I'm not watching the show so that I can expose people to Jesus or something. I'm not I'm not doing that. Right. Uh Jesus did have prostitutes to dinner. Yeah. And he, like he, he spent he, time with, yeah, he spent time and, um, he exposed himself to the world so that people would know him. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, or the harsh realities of the world, at least he, he wasn't like foreign to that stuff. When Jesus had the prostitutes over for dinner or whatever, when, when he hung out with sinners, that was not zero and neutral on his axis. He was always redeeming the time, yeah. whatever time he spent with them. And that's where this whole subject takes me. It takes me to Ephesians 5. I love when we can just kind of chew on scripture, meditate on it, and just try to see what we think it means. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. So wherever it falls on the Mm -hmm. axis... Am I redeeming the time? Or, like it says in the verse before that, verse 14 of Ephesians 5 says, Awake you who sleep, 
Hmm. Arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. I think there's so much in my media and in my culture in my life that is there for nothing else than to just kind of keep me catatonic. Yeah. Just yeah. lull me to sleep. So maybe I need I need to be reawakened hmm. and I need to be more uh, intentional and serious about how I look. Not just at what I'm being influenced by, but how I'm spending my time and yeah, redeeming the time. That's good because, like I said about no screen Saturday, I thought about God more that day than I have mm. any other day in recent memory. Because it's like I didn't have those things distracting yeah. me. And mm-hmm. even if it was something like a Christian playlist or something, that's still distracting me from like possibly still is distracting me from... uh what I want to think about when I think about God possibly. Uh, cause I was thinking like, okay, I can turn my car to K love or do whatever, you know, like whatever Christian activities or he- of heaven activities. But I'm the kind of person that also, I like to be, and, may- and maybe this is a problem, but I like to be fired up about stuff in the world. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like to be agitated to a certain degree about like injustice, right? Righteous indignation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, Sometimes the 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 Christian activities it feels almost like a distraction from from that stuff, which it it isn't for everybody. But for me, if I were to just listen to uh, K Love or Christian po- Christian podcast or Christian music right. exclusively, and not expose myself to like the harsh things that I I listen to, like news stories and things that really just fire me up about life like i feel like i would i would not be myself i feel like nobody's advocating for that to just listen to k-love and listen to i know well that's just the, the example i, I keep feel using like what you're describing is what barry talked about two or three weeks ago going into the world yeah if we're just gonna like turn a blind eye to things like that things that stir up this righteous indignation if we're gonna turn a blind eye to that we're not going into the world yeah it's just another way of being a sleeper Perhaps. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that, I don't think that everybody shares your passion no, for yeah, the controversial things. Um, but people like you who have that are to, by all means, bring your light into that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I also think there's a value in, there is a value in withhold in not, in not partaking in everything that's culturally popular totally. right now. And I think one of the things that we, the lies that we believe is how irrelevant we'll become if we don't stay up to date on every totally thing. Um, mm. Yeah. I mean, I regret, I, I'll be honest. I do regret watching game of Thrones uh, as avidly as I did when I, when it was first coming out. And also, especially after I stopped watching it, I still stayed up on all the plot twists because it showed up on Twitter and like yeah. everybody was talking about everything. I didn't get to experience it, mm-hmm. so I lost the entertainment value, but I wasn't unaware of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I, man, I don't know because it's such a hard balance. I, I keep going back to thinking, okay, if we were living in ancient Rome and the gladiatorial games were going on and that was like public entertainment yeah. for the masses to go watch a bunch of people get murdered, at what point? To what degree would my faith ask me to withhold from participating in that? And to what degree would I want to be a light in a dark place and therefore participate in it? And I don't know the answer to it. We don't have a ton of records of that 
time and how Christians responded, except for the fact they were often the ones they being the ones murdered. Yeah. yeah. But but in general, is that something that if that was happening today, would we abstain from that or would we participate? Right. I think we are seeing more and more why our path is described as a narrow road. Yeah. This is hard. This is really hard, you guys. <laughs> That's it's good. Hard. Yeah. yeah, it is. So I'm okay. What is your, what does the Holy Spirit tell you, Goodness Tyler? Gracious. No, I think I think it, we I, don't absolve you. What, no, what, 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 no, what, <laughs> I, what I'm uh, what I'm remembering is week one of the series, where yeah. it's like because I'm a Christian, I do this because yes. yeah, yeah, and I think that's important yeah. to put all these all these weeks together into the pot of like this is my road forward. Yeah, it, it doesn't just mean I have to abstain from things of this world. Uh, if I'm thinking about it, like you said, if I'm being intentional and I'm asking myself the question of like, because I'm a Christian, I'm doing this. Yeah. For what reason? Is it to bring light or is it neutral or is it to hide in the darkness kind of thing? Right. But yeah. If, if like you're watching a show and your reason is so that I can talk about it with my friends, then why aren't you watching it with them? Yeah. If you're going to watch the show and you're going to do it so that you can engage with your friends, then why not spend meaningful time with them, engaging with them, and possibly... Because they talk too much when the show's on. <laughs> okay, well, good. I'm trying yeah. to think about like people I've known in my life that have had to go into some dark situations or dark environments to bring light. Mm. I'm... Yeah, I, I, I know a, a police officer back home um, who became a police officer because of his... Christian convictions and and he wanted to bring light into a dark place, but he saw so much darkness. Eventually it just, yeah. it just ate him up. I think of other musicians I've known in the same way that have gone yeah. into subcultures and um, dark places to bring the light of Christ through subculture music. And yeah. in many cases, not all, but in many cases it, it, the darkness chewed them up. Yeah. So I feel like if you are one of those that is called to go into a dark place like that for the sake of bringing light into darkness, how much more important is it that you do fill your eyes with light, fill your mm. spirit with light and yeah. have influences on that axis that are up and to the right, that are yeah. highly influential and beneficial things of heaven. How much more important is it to fill ourselves with things like that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's just about looking at what you have in the lower left-hand quadrant and making excuses as to why it's okay for them to be there. Right. I think <laughs> you need to be striving yeah. toward things of heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just thought of another example that's similar. It's, it's the example of alcohol. Mm. So, uh, I mean, Jesus drank wine. I think it, you know, I would say we're all pr- probably mostly in agreement that it is acceptable for a Christ follower to drink socially uh and i think personally that that is something which definitely if you don't do it that does begin to exclude you from certain situations where you might be quote unquote relevant if you don't drink at all then if it's oh there's the christian person that never drinks so you could make an argument that being able to drink alcohol in a social setting is a positive thing to be a light in dark places or with people who don't believe in jesus but what happens if to be a light, you then go and you get smashed every single weekend because that's where the non-Christians are or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Suddenly that, that thing, good. which is right. good and perfectly acceptable, suddenly becomes a major issue. Yeah. And so it's it's like 
there, but there's no line. It's not like there's some biblical mandate that two beers mm. is the max. Otherwise, you're not Christian anymore. Right. Or, or the other extreme, which is saying you should never drink because mm-hmm. it might lead you down a path. So it, you have to rely on your the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to guide you into what what is true. But you can tell what an extreme looks like because you can you can start to see it. But it's not clear cut, and I mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to mandate as a, you know, as a pastor, those of us at Grace Church, this is what yeah. is acceptable because I really do believe that the spirit has to guide you to decide what, what is your path forward. And you have, have to be aware of how your decisions affect those around you. Cause there is biblical totally. mandate too, for being really cautious of how your actions affect other believers. So it's, it, it's just not cut and dry. I, sometimes I wish it was, cause it would be a lot simpler mm. if we were all just, abolitionists of of hbo miniseries or something like that that would be simpler pouring it now into the what? <laughs> what pouring it into the pouring streets. into the streets smashing bottles yeah it's the scripture you used a couple weeks ago on screen that all things are permissible but not all things are beneficial right right not all beneficial tyler and that <laughs> is why i play board games <laughs> come again I, I've stated many a time <laughs> that I I got into the hobby to have community outside of, you know, digital, whatever. And that is, I'm a, I'm a part of multiple groups where I don't get to see these people unless it's for this. Mm-hmm. And so we, we gather around the table, we play games, uh, all from different walks of life, different. I mean, I have church friends, I have non-church friends, I have former colleagues, that kind of stuff. And it, it is the, it's the reason why I started a hobby is because it's like, this is, this is something that is neutral. I mean, I, I guess it could be negative, but it's, it's something that's neutral that I could use. I could, I could participate in bringing light into other people's lives, provide a place to, a safe place to talk, play. Um, and just have that type of gathering. And so um, it, it's the reason that things like uh, these dark, not dark, but these, these negative or these things of earth are, are like not part of my life. It's like I, I would rather do stuff like this where I can have community. Mm-hmm. What did you look at me that for? What? You're like, I, I, that was not the look. <laughs> Don't misread my looks. You can't speak for my looks. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I would say music is another way of that kind of community as well. Why do yeah. I say yes to these things? It's to yeah. enjoy and be a part of a community that I normally otherwise probably wouldn't be a part of. Yeah. You know, just bring it in, bring it in light. And it's, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I think it's why my dad was in a metal band all those years. Yeah. Just community, bringing light. It's, it's. It's what God lays before you. It's the path he lays before you for you to walk and be salt and light. Mm. But you better be being salt and light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, what's it for? Mm-hmm. Right. Otherwise, the salt loses its saltiness. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So we got one week left. Yep. What are we going to do? Uh, Dad is going to finish us off talking about relationships and how we can relearn the art of face-to-face relationships. It's going to be good. I think it, I think it'll be a good way to, you, you were right on about the idea that this is kind of a whole package. This whole series yeah. is a bit of a package that if you take all these ideas together, it really does kind of 
bring to bring to light, man, I really need to think more intentionally about how I'm approaching this digital world. And I think this will be a great way to end it. So if you've missed any of them, get on your digital devices yeah. and go rewatch. <laughs> the beauty of YouTube. Cool. So Dave will be here next week. Actually, I don't know. He said he had a conflict. <laughs> what? We'll figure Dave. it out. Uh, and then we get right into like Christmas mode. Oh, yeah, we, we didn't even talk about Thanksgiving. No. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be making the thing. The thing? The same thing. Smoking a turkey. Smoking, are you smoking. smoking a pie again? I want to, yeah. 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 I got Well, I got to go to Kroger now right after the pod, and that's probably... I think you and everyone else in yeah, this country not, is not going to Kroger a, right after be a blast. Uh, all right, so yeah, right after this pod, it's going to be like full-on oh, Christmas yeah. mode. Pimageddon is what I call it. <laughs> Pimageddon tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, friends of the pod, have a happy Thanksgiving wherever you're going, whether you're going somewhere or people are coming to you. Uh, praying that you guys are all stay safe and have a great time with family and friends. Uh, until next week, Marin, will you please send us out? I will. Do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. And we'll see you on the other side of Sunday.